supreme task of the Christian. God is good. I'm from the country, you know, and uh, I haven't I haven't changed a lot. I've been I've been out of the country a long time, but it's still there because I was in the country a long time. <laughs> I was in the country a long time, but uh, I feel pretty good. I'm not gonna run around the church. But I still be a person. Amen. The supreme task of the Christian. But before I do that, this song stays on my mind. Stays on my heart. I sing it. I try to sing. I'm not a singer. I'm not a I don't have one of them beautiful voices. You know, uh, that's going to give me a gold album. So, I don't know what I do without the Lord. I don't know what I do without the Lord. I'm singing and praying every day, trying to walk this narrow way. I don't know what I do without the Lord. I don't know what I do without the Lord. Saints, I don't know.
supreme task of the Christian. From James, the fifth chapter, verses 19 and 20. Brethren, if any of you do error from the truth and one converts him, let him know that he who converted the sinner from the error of his way shall save a soul from death and shall hide a multitude of sin. We need to know, first of all, that he who converted the sinner from this error of his ways shall save a soul from death and shall hide a multitude of sins. Do you think about if you convert one person, if you help one person find may have taken a murderer off of his tracks. You may have stopped a thief that was going to break in your household or in a store. But it said, if you convert one, you hide a multitude of sin. Conversion is the fact or process of changing or turning. It could be from unbelief to faith, from one religion to another, or from one political party to another. James, in his conclusion of this letter, clearly lets us know that this person who had erred from the truth is a believer who has fallen into sin, who is no longer living a life consistent with his confessed belief. In other words, it's a backslide. Sometimes we have a backslide and we just let them slide. We don't worry about bringing them back. Amen. But we need to go into the hedges and the highways and compel them to come. And, and let me tell you something. I just need to talk to you. I don't need to. Amen. I need to talk to you. It's difficult sometimes to talk to people. That has fallen by the wayside. They're ignorant. They're not truthful. You try to talk to them, they won't talk. You try to call them, they won't call. But it's yet our responsibility as Christians to continue to strive and continue to try them over their life. Amen. It's like it's like anything else. If you have you have a sorority and you got them sisters in there that want to get this sister over, all of them will create a pact until they convince him or her to come on over to their side. We have to do the same thing. We have to continue to work and and as one 
that has gotten tired and said I won't going to do it no more. And then the Lord uh, 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 convinced me that you need to get out there and do it. You need to call him again. You need to go see him again. You need to try again. You need to keep trying. Why? It's a soul that needs to be saved. It's somebody that needs to come to God. Amen. God is good. James urges Christians to help backsliders return to God. By taking the initiative, praying for the person, and asking in love, we can meet that individual's, uh, 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 encourage them, and bring him or her back to God. Amen. The book of James emphasizes faith in action, right living. Is the evidence and results of faith. Christians are members of the church must serve with compassion, speaking lovingly and truthfully, live in obedience to God's uh, commandments, and love one another. Love is one of the biggest things we are missing in our time, saints. Love is, is what's missing in this entire country now. Not money. Not brand new automobiles. It's not brand new factories that they are building. If we don't build some love, this country is going to continue to erode. Children are going to continue to die in the streets. We've gotten so now. One time, if you was a certain age, they wouldn't put your picture on television. Down in Florida, they had a 12-year-old. They put his picture on the television, and the sheriff said, yes, I put it up there. That needs to be put up there. So, so we, 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 we got to, to, to work on some love issues. My belief. Uh, 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 the body of believers ought to be an example of heaven on earth, drawing people to Christ through love for God and each other. If we truly believe God's word, we will live it day by day. It's not just something to be read or listened to. It's to be lived. The word of God is a living word. And if we are not going to live it, we need to shut the book, close the church, and go home, and everybody just go ahead on down and go to hell. Amen. But if we're going to do it God's way, we ought to do it all the way God's way. We got to do all of them. Psalms 19 and 7 says, the law of the Lord is perfect, uh, reviving the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure. Uh, making wise the simple. When we think of the law, we think of uh, 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 something that keeps us from having fun. Amen. Uh, but here we see the opposite. God's laws revive us, makes us wise, bring joy uh, 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 to the heart, give insight, warms us, and, and, and rewards us. God loves our guidelines and life.
for our past rather than a change for our hands and our feet. It frees us to do the things that we desire to do, the things that we want to do, the things that we long to do. So many times we want to do certain things, and we feel like we can't. If we trust God, if we trust God, and many times we won't trust him. We don't trust God with our money. Hello. Y'all don't have to say amen. Amen, walls. Amen, chairs, pews. We don't trust God with our money. Amen. Because if we did, we would die. Oh, yes. Them six people might have just went. I give them two dollars. They keep 98 cents. 98. Amen. And then when you look around and it's gone. And you know, people used to talk, old people used to talk, used to hear people talk about working and having money with holes in your pocket. Amen? Read it one day in the Bible, I was flabbergasted. That's where they got it from. They didn't ever put it together. They just got bits and pieces of it. But... Uh, they originally got it from the Bible. The preacher said something about it in church, and they woke up long enough to hear a, a, a working, putting money in bags with holes in That's all they heard. They didn't hear the rest of it. But that's what happens. You work, and you get money, and you put it in your pocket, and it's like your pocket's got holes in it. You can't keep nothing. Everywhere you look, your money is gone. How many people you know get paid on payday and Friday night, they're trying to borrow $10? Amen. Friday night, just got paid 5 o'clock. Now you're trying to borrow $10 to next payday. How you going to pay me next payday and you broke five hours after you just got paid? Woo! Mm, mm, mm. See, you know, these things, when you run them through the filter, <laughs> it come out, it's easy to understand it. It's easy. That's why people are broke. They don't trust God. They trust everybody else but God. There's a there's a, there's a, there's an ad on now about gold. You know y'all heard it about putting your money in gold because gold is insurance against the dollar. Okay, if you ain't got no dollars, how you gonna buy gold? Tell me, please. Gold is more expensive than getting a dollar. They want you to buy all this gold. And then they talk about it's a, 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 a hedge against my money. You ain't got enough money to build a hedge around. Amen. All right. Do you really feel stagnant in your faith 
as though you are just going through the motions? Uh, has sin ever driven a wedge between you and God? Making it seem distant? David uh, uh, felt this way when he sinned with Bathsheba. He had just had uh, 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 confronted uh, the prophet Nathan. Remember Nathan talked to David? And he talked to him about having a, one, this one person had a ewe lamb, and the other person had a plenty. And then the person took the one ewe lamb that the other, this one individual had. And David said he's worthy of death. Terrible thought to do such a thing. And Nathan told him, said, you are the man. Hello. Amen. You're the man. You had all this power. Uriah had one little wife. That's all. You had all the wives you wanted and could get more. But you wanted Uriah's wife. And in order for you to get Uriah's wife, you put Uriah at the front of the line, the front of the battle. And when he was killed, you took his wife. Amen. Got a baby by him. David prayed and he prayed. Didn't do no good. God still took the baby. Wouldn't even talk. Wouldn't even eat. But God took the baby. Amen. But we haven't felt like that. Amen. Because we haven't gone that far. Uh, uh, it is prayer cry. Restore to me again the joy of your salvation. Do you need your joy restored? When God forgives our sins and restores our fellowship with him, uh, 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 we want to reach out to others who made the, uh, this forgiveness uh, uh, and who need this uh, forgiveness and reconciliation. Uh, uh, the more you have felt God's forgiveness, the more you will desire to tell somebody else about it. You know God is a forgiving God. When you know God is love, when you know how God has blessed you, when you know how God has brought you, when you know how God has kept you, you want to tell somebody. And what about that? Sometimes they don't want to listen. Sometimes they don't want to listen. Amen. Sometimes I try to tell people things, and they say, well, Pastor, you got, you got this, you got Stop looking at what I got. Listen to what I'm telling you. Amen. Nobody told me. Amen. Nobody really taught me about interest rates. I watched my daddy drive all the way to Ocala, about 25 miles. This is when I was a boy. So that went yesterday. Pay the interest on a loan and leave your principal the same. Amen. He done burnt that gas. He done went and spent that, that money. And $15 or $20 back then was a lot of money. And he's going to pay the interest on the loan. And he didn't explain it to me. But over the years, I learned if I can tell people about all this interest. See, a little while ago, he was paying almost no interest. 
kept raising the interest at three quarters of a percent every time they raised it. Amen. Now they're telling you how good it is to buy a car at 3.99%. When the last car I bought, I bought it at 0.00% interest. Because I would wait for Toyota to offer no interest. And then I'd buy the car. Amen. But now they tell you it's a good deal at 3.99%. You multiply that. And they say these cars now it's costing $50,000. So you multiply 3.99 and find out what the interest rate is on $50,000. And then they're going to compound it. Amen. We, we ain't got enough time. James uh, in the 18th chapter of uh, 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 Jesus in the 18th chapter of Matthew. Amen. Verse 3 uh, gave an essential requirement for uh, the entry into the kingdom of heaven. He said, Verily I say unto you, except you be converted and become as a little child, you shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. You got to come in as a little child. Amen. None of us want to be recognized as little children. But that's what you got to resort to in order to get into the kingdom of heaven. You can't go in there all muscled up, glowed up, swole up, trying to get into heaven. You got to humble yourself. Amen. Before God. And then you come. You can't build all these muscles and now you're just going to muscle your way into heaven. You're just going to Knock the angels down. Amen. Peter, get out the way. I don't have time to fool with you today. Amen. He's the God at the door. You got even going to recognize him because you all swole up. You better go somewhere like hell. Amen. Because you're not going to get into heaven that way. Hallelujah. Jesus used a child to help his self Seven disciples get the point. We are not to be childish like the disciples arguing over petty issues. But childlike, being humble and sincere heart. Are you childish or childlike? One thing to be childish, acting like a child, whining. Children whine all the time. Amen. Y'all been around and, and, and heard a, uh, yeah, I'm going to say this. You ever been around and heard a whining woman? Ain't nothing like a whining woman. I've, I, I've seen some women, I said, Lord, I couldn't be married to her. <laughs> Boy, sound like she in high gear all the time. I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Now you got some men. Just as bad, except they on the other side. They got this commercial come on. This guy says, uh, he and his wife is a team. And whatever she say, he do. <laughs> I look at it. I say, you got that right, Jack. <laughs> you can look at him and tell. And if she tell him, he jump. That's right. So you can be on both sides. But we ought to be down the middle. We ought to be able to stand on every tub or to stand on its own bottom. Amen. 
You ought to be able to stand up. A wife ought to want a wife, a husband, not a wife, please, no, not a wife. Mm, get out of it. A wife ought to want a husband that can stand up and talk to her. Amen. Every time the wife says something, you go off in the corner. You know, she said, well, I'm trying to get an answer. I don't have an answer. You know, amen. A, a, a marriage is supposed to be like a, a, a thing where you go backwards and forward, you know, where you discuss things and talk about things. You know, it's a, it's, it's a joint venture. And if you ain't in it together, if it's just one side, you might as well stay single. Amen. All right. Preparation. And much prayer is needed for, for Christian service. In Luke 23, 31 through 34, uh, Jesus said unto Peter, Simon, behold, Satan desires to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for thee uh, uh, that thy faith faileth not. And when uh, uh, thou art converted, strengthen thy brother. Peter being in denial, uh, uh, as many of us are in denial, uh, uh, that we are not where we ought to be in Christ. Peter said, Lord, I am ready to go with these both into prison and death. Now, how many of you know Peter won't tell the truth? He won't ready. And sometimes we say, well, I'm ready to die. Now, I know you ain't ready. Because you say, well, I'm ready to go right now. If death walk up to you, you could scramble, trying to get away. I ain't ready. I ain't ready. I was just joking. Amen. Amen. But, but, uh, uh, I, uh, but Jesus said to him, I tell thee, Peter, the cock shall not crow uh, this day before thou shalt thrice or three times deny that thou knowest me. Did he do it? Did he call him out? He did it. Amen. And, and, and in this scene, uh, uh, Jesus let Peter know uh, through an experience uh, uh, that would remove the cloud of denial. Peter had denied Jesus three times. Three times. Jesus asked Peter. Uh, 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 Peter answered yes. Asked Peter if he loved him. And Peter answered yes. Jesus told him to feed his sheep. It is one thing to, to say that you love Jesus, but it's another thing to be willing to serve him, to follow him, to obey him, to live the way he would have us to live. Living right, saints, is easy only if you have decided to live. Other than that, it's a tough road ahead. Amen. If you are not ready... To live right, you're not going to live right. Everything going to come your way. Everything you never tried, you're going to try some things you never tried. People are going to try you that never tried you. People are going to do things to you that they never did to you before. Loving God. It's a hard thing. When I got saved, I was a terrible character. 
he came to church and he walked to one side of the church and he looked at me and he walked to the other side of the church and he looked at me and I said, Amen. He said, if God can save Chandler, he can save anything. Amen. That was a revelation to me. Amen. That's hard to deal with. Somebody called and cussed me out, cussed him out. Amen. They threatened to fight him too. Until God came in and changed me. Amen. I had to, now I had some good characters now. Amen. I was a union steward. That's about the best lawyer they had at the penitentiary. Amen. I won cases that the union told me I couldn't win as a union steward. Amen. But I still, I had some flaws and they were some terrible flaws. I don't know why they say people cuss like a sailor because soldiers curse too. But I curse like a sailor, a soldier, marine, or airman. Amen. But I did it. Amen. And, 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 and my wife, uncle, went back and told my mother-in-law. And then my mother-in-law told my wife. And then my mother-in-law asked me one day. She said, Arthur, do you curse? I said, yes, ma'am. She said, do you curse bad? I said, yes, ma'am. She said, oh, yeah. <laughs> but I told her the truth. But when God took it, on a Friday, before the first Sunday in February, 1974, God took it. He took it. He cursed the guy out about a skillet. He said he had a skillet that big. And I told him what he would tell him. And Monday morning, when he found out that, that I had accepted Christ that Sunday night, it got back to the job. And he told me, he said, you know that skillet I was telling you about Friday? I said, if you say you got that skillet, you got it. Why? There's Satan right there Monday morning wanting me to curse him out again. I knew it too. I knew you didn't have it. Amen. I had a preacher told me, yeah, I know you ain't got nothing because your pastor ain't got nothing. But I kept on. And I'm hanging in there today. God has blessed me. God has brought me. Acts 3.19. Repent ye therefore and be converted. That your sins may be blotted out. Uh, uh, when the time of refreshing shall come. Uh, 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 from the presence of God. God has chosen to bless his people. Uh, 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 with the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Only on the condition of uh, uh, repentance that is turning from sin and the unrighteousness you uh, uh, you got to repent you got to repent we don't hear people saying they repent now amen nobody repents now we go out of church do whatever we want to do and we come back and we sit right where we sat the last time we was there do the same thing we've done the last time we was there but the word says you got to repent. Surrounding the corruption, generation, and, and, and being converted, turning to God, listening to everything that God is speaking to us through his son, Jesus Christ, and the prophets. We need to always keep moving toward uh, 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 sincere obedience to Christ. Time of refreshing uh, uh, through 
the present age uh, until Christ returns. God will send times of refreshing to all who repent and are converted. Although perilous times uh, will come toward uh, the end. Perilous times are going to come, saints. Times, hard times are going to come. Times that we are not going to understand are going to come. Things are going to come, God, uh, that, that we are not going to understand. Uh, we are living uh, even in the time that we are living in right now. There, there are things uh, that you don't understand. Uh, there are things that I don't understand. Uh, things are going to continue to get worse uh, until we repent uh, and come back to God. Uh, until we start to train uh, our children uh, and until we start to live the life uh, in Christ Jesus uh, that God would have us to live. Uh, we are going to continue to see things uh, uh, that is going to uh, uh, keep us wondering uh, is this the last days? Uh, is this the time? Uh, is this person the Antichrist? Uh, they've had several people uh, that they thought was the Antichrist uh, and it turned not to be the Antichrist. We don't know uh, when he coming. Uh, but we know he coming. Uh, we know that it won't be uh, very long uh, before God uh, cracked the sky. Uh, he said uh, he was going to return. Uh, he told his disciples, just as you see me leave, I will return. Uh, and we're going to have to look for him. Uh, we're going to have to live holy lives. Uh, we're going to have to raise our families uh, in the mighty name of Jesus. The word says uh, there's going to come a time uh, when there'll be seven men uh, or one woman uh, and they would say uh, let me take you your name uh, that's my from my reproach uh, but in the name of Jesus uh, we're going to have to live uh, holy lives uh, we're going to have to do uh, what God uh, would have us to do uh, we're going to have to train our children the way they ought to be trained. Leaders uh, are going to have to lead. Uh, and followers uh, are going to have to follow. Uh, you see, it's just as for a follower to know how to follow as it is for a leader to know how to lead. Uh, because if you uh, cannot follow, you cannot lead. Uh, in the name of Jesus, God said uh, in his word, uh, cannot control your own household. You cannot uh, control the household of God. We got to stop and we got to think uh, about what we are doing. Uh, we got to live the way God would have us to live. We got to treat uh, our neighbors right. Uh, we got to treat uh, our families right. Uh, we got to treat uh, our wives right. The Bible says that a man uh, ought to treat his wife as his own body. In the mighty name of Jesus. And if you don't do nothing to hurt nobody, you ought not uh, do anything uh, to hurt that wife. Uh, in 
name of Jesus. We're going to have to live right. We're going to have to live right. We're going to have to live right. In order to be used by God. There is a place for all of us. But we're going to have to stay in our lane. We're going to have to do what God would have us to do. I know we make laws. We make laws, y'all. Whatever law we want, we can just make it. You can get somebody to go up to Richmond, tell them what you want done, and they crazy enough to go up there and do it. They'll put it on paper, and they'll get it to the vote. And what is so astounding about it, they will get it passed. They will get it passed. Our leaders want to become more gods because they didn't get the verdict in the, in the, in the mass shooting of the young man that shot up the school down there in Florida, the governor now don't want 12 jurors to have to give the death penalty. He reduced the number down to eight. Eight jurors of a 12-jury panel can vote for the death penalty, and it'll pass. Amen. Amen. Because now, Governor DeSantis wants to be God. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, I, I think Alabama was, was 10. They were 10. That was the, the lowest. Now Florida is at 8. Hallelujah. Amen. We as saints of God, our Christians, need to know the significance of Jesus' word to each of us. For the supreme task of Christians is to bring sinners from the fields of sin that they too may know the length, the width, and the breadth of the love of God on his children. Now knowing our supreme task, let us strive more to obey. Luke 14.23 Go out into the hedges and the highways and compel them to come that God's house might be filled. Remember, belief, faith, and trust need hands and feet. Yours.